Good day, good evening, and good morning wherever you may be. And this is the Biz Analyst Moment with Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst. And welcome. Now let's dive into those moments. Hi folks, and we're back for the last episode of the How to Move Your Career Forward Week of the month. This week we're talking about looking at how do we deal with not allowing our egos to get in the way or that feeling of wanting to just be the hero in a certain situation and so-called step up or often sometimes called man up in a certain situation, especially in work or if we're in a situation where we know other people are watching us. And this could be our family, this could be our friends, could be co-workers. And we know that other people are depending on our success. And so these could could be situations like you get a promotion or maybe you know your one of your other family members let's say your wife or husband loses their job and now you are the sole breadwinner as they call it um, you're the only one bringing home a paycheck you had it you know, and yet you're having issues at work and you're actually maybe even worried that you might be either demoted or about to lose your job and you have to step up. And what often happens in these situations is we will try and step up and it's, it's awesome to see, but what we don't do is take a step back and realize, wait a minute, Maybe I don't know everything there is to know about actually being sort of, yeah, I I guess you could call it a leader in this situation. And being a leader in this situation is very different than that whole, I'm going to try and be a hero mentality. And so it's really about a mindset shift. And we talked a lot about decision making and how do we make a decision around what is it that we actually need to solve in order or what is the root cause that we need to pick out to actually solve most of our problems using the Pareto Principle is what we were talking about in the first two episodes of the week. So what I'm going to do now is give you a real example of how the ideal fit, which is when we are actually aligning our values for an ideal position with our value and um, and aligning our values for a position that we would like with what is available in the market and aligning our values with those of the company that we're applying to and making sure that at least our top three 
that are non-negotiable are being satisfied. Because if they're not, then we're getting ourselves into a situation that we're really not going to enjoy. And we may not realize it in the first month. We may not realize it in the first three months. But eventually, maybe it's six months down the road, maybe it's two years down the road, we're going to find ourselves getting up in the morning and feeling like we're dragging our feet every single day because something is just not right. You know, maybe it's a culture thing. And I mean, there's lots of things that you can do, uh, which I suggest in my course going from potential to first steps and even further on even more in depth i was thinking about actually doing sort of a whole course around reality of career changes on what what to do if you're already in a position and you want to try and make it work better and what to do as far as actually looking at other positions. And so the example that I'm going to um, pose today is if you're in a situation of you're out looking for new positions and you realize that you're now overwhelmed by all the options that are available and you don't know how to pare them down. So this is where ideal position and ideal company and then ultimately ideal fit, which matches in with aligning your values as well, really comes in handy. Because what I always find is that whenever I've amassed a huge backlog of potential positions to apply for, it is for more or less one reason and one reason only. So there's basically only one root cause that is causing this massive backlog. And the one reason is that I'm, I've gotten off track. So I've lost focus on my values of what I want to get out of the position and what do I need to make sure is aligned in the company and so i'm probably i might be a little bit too fixated on title i might be a little bit too fixated on perks of the company or i might be a little bit too fixated on just uh, a mentality of just get me anything i'll apply to everything and then we'll see and we'll try and work it out after that you know, we'll try and work it out after we've started uh, getting interviews. And yes, to some extent, that um, way of doing things, which is sort of the throw everything up against the wall and see what sticks, can work. But what it does is, let's say you actually do manage to make it work and you're, you know, somehow applying to everything that you think might have remotely a possibility of being a good fit. Or maybe it's just that you really like the title or you like the perks or whatever it is and so you want to apply to it. 
what is going to end up happening is eventually you're going to get a overwhelmed with the amount of work that you're trying to accomplish b you're going to end up in a lot of dud interviews where you're realizing to yourself oh man why did i even think that this would be a good fit and lastly you're going to end up not even remembering why you applied to a certain position and so when they ask you why do you want to work here you're not going to have a good answer for them and thus you're going to be a dud applicant to them so that's the situation and that's where you know this all really comes together in that we want to be really good at figuring out what is that plan beforehand that we talked about on Wednesday for making a decision, whatever it may be. In this case, we were talking about using ideal fit to establish a plan for making a decision about whether or not to, in essence, evaluate a position and a company as being a good fit or not. And if they're not a good fit, then we need to be throwing it away, throwing that opportunity out the door. If it's not at very least matching those top one or two values for the position and values for the company. That's all for today. Thank you very much for listening. Biz Analyst Potential to Biz Analyst Career. Have an amazing day. Hi folks, so I have one request for you. Because I'd want to have as much impact on the world as possible, I need your help. I need you to share on social media, or if you're not comfortable sharing on social media, that's okay too. Share with somebody else you might know. What you took away or learned from this episode, and even more importantly, what are you actually going to apply in your own career based on this episode or maybe your personal life as a lot of the stuff that we teach on these episodes of the podcast can be applied to various different areas of our lives, not just our career or our working life. If you are going to post it on social media, please do tag me being a biz analyst We are on Twitter, we are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thanks very much, and have an amazing day. Thank you for joining me, Adam Hessler, from Being a Biz Analyst, for another Biz Analyst Moment. I hope you enjoyed today's moment. I know I did. These are the moments of our careers.